You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. It is with a full heart of excitement and sadness. We come to you today on Cash the Ticket. It is our Super Bowl 57 Megapod, which means it's the Super Bowl, but it also means it's the final farewell to football. Uh, Jim Costa on the other side of Earth. Uh, we are ready to roll. First of all, your well-being. People are concerned. How are you? Oh, stop. I'm alive. I'm breathing. It's all good. We're going to be fine. You look beautiful. Um Thank you. Look, we have a lot of ground to cover, so we're not going to fuck about, as the Brits like to say. Let's just get involved. We're going to tackle this Super Bowl from every angle. Uh, I have a controversial opinion, and I don't know that people will allow it. I don't know that you'll allow it. Uh, We're going to have a mailbag, and don't worry. If you enjoyed the film Uncut Gems, well, the sequel's coming out, and Cookies is starring. This is how I win. We are going to design the most egregious Prop parlays for you animals in this pod as well. So, Jim, uh, you've done the work. We are ready to roll. Tell me where you want to begin here. Just straight, boring ESPN breakdown, or what do you want to do? So what I want to do is I want to provide a menu for you as to where I want us to go. You're big on the food. I want us to get into what you're eating. Then I want to get into some Super Bowl party props, the anthem, the halftime, the Gatorade. Then we go game then MVP odds and oh tears, props, and then the uncut gems mega parlay to the moon. Can we accomplish all of it? Can we keep Fuck it yeah. timely? I'm okay. already my second show deep today, and I got Seven a third one after content, this. Baby. Uh, I'm, ready to, I'm, I'm ready to roll. All right, so, me- menus controversial. I have to tell you, A, I haven't finalized it, but B, Evan Jenkins is making a strong run. Now, for those of you who are new, Evan's our producer on this. I've worked with Evan for 18 years now. And Evan is like the most middle America Costa-like human on the planet. There's not a shred of ethnicity in there. And Evan decided, he goes, Mike, I'm thinking chicken parm for the Super Bowl. And I went, good for him. Ooh. Oh. But then I said, you know, Ev, there's ways you can have chicken parm in Super Bowl type foods. He goes, well, what do you mean? I said, well, hey, you can do chicken parm sliders. You can do chicken parm pizza. You do chicken parm stromboli or garbage bread, depending on where you come from. You do a chicken parm dip. You can do chicken parm nachos. You can do do chicken parm egg rolls if you are so inclined and want to fuck around with wontons. I told him, I said, you're kind of hopping me up here for maybe a little chicken parm uh, as a baseline Super Bowl cuisine. I don't know. A little chicken parm, a little wing ding. 
I, when we got done taping Wednesday, I stayed connected for a hot second. I heard half of this conversation. <laughs> the joy in your voice as you started to unravel all the concoctions and options. So I was like, you know what? We're going to circle back on this. So what I, is the Valenti house? So you bragged around the holiday. So what are you, you doling out? Well, you know what happened, Jim, is like we used to throw pretty big Super Bowl parties. And you know, obviously we lost a few years to the pandemic and stuff like that. And then last year we were just like, I don't feel like doing it. And you know the weird part? And I think all the listeners are going to know. Like if you are the person who throws the parties, the minute you don't throw the parties, the parties don't happen. They die. So – I'm probably having a pretty quiet Super Bowl. Um, I don't know, man. That chick, the chicken, I can't get away from the chicken parm. I was thinking to do it. Now, I will tell you. All right. You want to, how crazy you want to get, buddy? Let's do it. So, there is a recipe. Now, there's a a couple restaurants back home, and it's basically Italian nachos. They call it a Bellinopoli. So, you can take sheets of lasagna, cut them up in squares, and you fry them. Or those same wonton wrappers that you would make egg rolls or wontons out of. You throw those in a deep fryer for like 30 seconds, flash fry. Those are your nachos. Then you take hot Italian sausage, pepperoncinis, black olives, red onions. You can use tomatoes. I'm a tomato-free household. I hate them raw. They're disgusting. We're the same way. And you make a fontina cream sauce. Just beautiful cheese sauce. And you you top it and you do the layers and it's this pile of Italian nachos. It's unbelievable. It sounds unbelievable. I, cookies. I'm telling that could be in the offing with some chicken parm stromboli later in the day. It depends how much cooking I want to do. I just I don't know, man. I don't know why. What are you doing? What's on the so, menu so with the I'm, cookies? I'm going to depress you. I'm going to depress you. Okay. I have the distinct honor of spending the first part of Super Bowl Sunday doing pre, halftime, and post for your Detroit Pistons, which is going to run me right up until 6.30 when I'm going to strut home and we're going to do some pizzas and wings. And There's nothing wrong. First of all, let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with pizza and wings. Now, I have disagreements with many of the middle America pizza purveyors. There are only certain ones I can tolerate. Um... But I will tell you, we do have some elite wings in the Detroit area. Elite. And Cookies, I'm not going to give up for the local listeners. Cookies has got a honey hole. This motherfucker, who doesn't have an Italian cell in his body. You bite your tongue. Has actually unearthed a Detroit-style joint that, and again, I'm not a big Detroit-style guy. I don't want to go down this road. My point is, there is nothing wrong with pizza and wings. It is easy. It is quintessential football Americana. I'm just viewing Super Bowl as a day to eat like a complete asshole. And if I'm going to do that, because you see me every day, I'm in here, I eat like a goddamn parakeet. It's just, I I, I, want to make things that are really special. But you know what, Jim? By the time Sunday rolls around, I may dovetail out and just go beep, bop, boop, bop, boop, bop, beep, and do the same fucking thing you're doing. Well, the classic's for a reason. You don't go wrong with it. It is. It is. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing. I just don't understand Detroiters' affinity for ranch on their pizza, but we'll leave it alone. Gross. Gross. We'll leave it alone. All right. So menus TBA, I got to be honest. It is fluid. Uh, We have not finished the game plan because mainly I haven't had a second to fucking think this week with the Super Bowl and all the shows I'm doing and all the shit I'm doing, Um, but I'll get to it. So where do we want to go next? 
Talk we're going to, to the Super Bowl party props, Mike, and I don't yeah. want to go through every single yeah. one of these, but the three basics, your anthem, your halftime, and your Gatorade shower at the end. We start with the national anthem. The over-under has teeter-tottered. Two minutes and three seconds. It's Chris Stapleton, country singer, Tennessee whiskey. You tell me how you feel about it. I don't know who the fuck Chris Stapleton is. I don't know. Whiskey. That's like the song everybody knows of his. Yeah, once again, I am I the guy who listens to shit like that? No. Okay. About uh, some numbers for you. Past 16 Super Bowls, nine unders, seven overs. Alicia Keys with high at two minutes and 36 seconds. The average length of the last 16 was two minutes damn near even. The average length of the solo performances, a couple seconds shy, minute 58. So Trend would tell you under, but slow, drawl country singer makes me think over. Wait, just real quick. You're not fucking with me. We're actually breaking this down? These the, are real the, props. We can move on if you'd like to move on. I, okay, first of all, I will tell you, I work too hard to bet on nonsense like this. You but about the coin flip? Out of respect for what <laughs> you've done and you've researched this, well, now I'm all in. I'll play ball. How are I, you betting this? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, the next one for you. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going over. I'm going over. You think this hillbilly is going to go north of Alicia Keys at two minutes and 36 seconds? No, 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 no. Oh, Over the two minutes and three seconds. He's not going to set the record at 237. Oh, I was going to say, what's that, like plus 10,000 odds? Yeah, really. He's, he's out really there for six minutes. Land of the Bray. Yeah, exactly. He's like the little girl who forgot the words and Maurice Cheeks had to help her through the anthem at the Trailblazers game. Uh, all right, you're going over two minutes and three seconds. Next. Perfect. Next one. Which song will be the first performed at the halftime show? Mike, with uh, your pop culture reference, do you know who's doing the halftime show? Rihanna. Okay, great. And I read an article handicapping what song she likes to open her tours to, her shows. Oh, damn, so you've done research. Well, I, I figured you would ask me certain things. I didn't realize the name Chris Stapleton would be a part of our super duper Super Bowl pod. Okay, so here are your favorite. Favorites, Don't Stop the Music, plus 300. Diamonds, plus 500. What's My Name, plus 500. Stay, 600. Umbrella, 600. And there's a whole bunch of long shots. What do you like? Here's where I'm going. I think it's Umbrella to finish. Yeah, I agree. I think she finishes with the song that launched her career all the way back in 05 or whatever it was. Umbrella's the close. You got data to back it up. This is the this is the song she does at the end of her concerts. Not that she's had any of those in about five or six years. Um Oh, I just I, I love how people maintain celebrity as a musician when they don't release music. But I digress. Um, what it, picture this? I can't believe this is what I'm doing. Picture Super Bowl halftime, Rihanna. Stadium goes dark. Everyone is told have your cell phones out with the dottles on there. Lights. What if? What if they start out? They bring her out of like, uh, where, I don't know, a platform. She's elevated up and it shine bright like a diamond. I like it. What that's if that's the dramatic? Because don't stop the music would just be too easy. Hey, it's Rihanna. Boom. We're in. I don't know. She's going to play don't stop the music, but it's going to be like in the middle, right? When she's feeling it. It has to be a transitional piece. Yes. Yeah. I yes. wonder if diamonds is the open. And do we get a Jay-Z cameo? Uh, I saw some odds. I don't know where you can bet this stuff. But, yeah, it's like nearly a given that Jay-Z is going to be out there. It's like a minus 450 bet somewhere. So, uh, yeah. well, and you know what's funny? They've only done a collaboration, I believe, on two songs in her career. 
yet he's that overwhelming a favorite. Now, I think Jay-Z comes out during the close to Umbrella. Because he does the intro to that song. So now you think the show's over. Rihanna's running out of gas a little bit. And all of a sudden, <laughs> here's Hove doing the talk up. Uh, for people who are really into this, the, the speculation, how many songs she's going to play between eight and a half and nine and a half. Records 14, somewhere between eight and nine is the thought. I can't name eight of her songs. I know about all four right. or five. All right, go ahead. Gatorade. Yes, this is the thing you can bet. The color of Gatorade that's going to get poured on the winning coach. Yep. And the favorite this year is actually one we don't see very often. Green slash lime, the yellow Gatorade. That's plus 275. Orange is plus 300. Blue plus 375. Red, pink is 500. Clear water is 600. Purple's your long shot. And you can also bet for no Gatorade to be poured at plus 1400. Okay, well, that, that's ridiculous because there will be Gatorade. And second of all... Good luck. I, I I don't. This is now we're getting into more nonsensical stuff. H having an idea of what Gatorade they put in the bins. And by the way, just a, a note. And and cookies, you know I do the segment with Derek Stevens, the D Las Vegas Circa, Circa Sportsbook. You know, we we talked about like how much money are books willing to clear on props? So for instance, you want to bet the Gatorade. Do you know what most sports books are capping? what you can put down on a, on a, a Gatorade bet, a prop no. bet. He said most books around town will cap at three or 400 bucks. Right, because they don't want someone who's got inside info going, right. life savings, yellow Gatorade. But here's the other one, and I want to support you on something, because I've been hard on you about your goddamn addiction to the prop bets. A, you're right and I'm wrong. America loves these, okay? America wants to bet this way. I also asked Derek, I go, what percentage of the handle of the Super Bowl is now props? So he said, at many books, 70% of the true action on the Super Bowl are props. Now, at a book like his, at Circa, it's the other way around. It's going to be 70% game, 30% props. The point is, even if you made an 80-20 split, the fact that one of every five bets on the Super Bowl is a prop tells you where the American appetite is for sports betting. And that's where I just have to say that you, Jim Costa, are right. I am wrong. I am a has-been. Uh, and I'm old school. I'm just, I'm going to do a couple props out of loyalty to you in the pod. But I just want to bet the game. Did you see... The laundry list of things I have for us today. We yeah, and I still props. found a prop that I love that you didn't have. And I put it on there. Okay. I got well, you covered. Before we do that. Are I've you picking like a Gatorade? Don't lie to me. No, I'm not picking a Gatorade. Thank Christ. I just, this, these are the fun things that people like. You're going to be at your Super Bowl party. These are going to be conversation starters. I threw them in there before we get to the actual game, the player props, the Super Bowl MVP, the good stuff. I think the reason most people clicked on this podcast to begin with. Sure. So so, so with that, would you like to set the board for people? Yes, and for the final time in the football season, I'd like to bring you the board presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It is the Eagles laying one and a half to the Chiefs over under at 51 and a half time of taping. And I will tell you, the expectation, Jim, I don't know if this means anything to you, is this line is going to hit two. That that move is going to be happening. 
as we approach kickoff. So it makes sense because based on the data you're seeing and everybody uses a different source. Yeah. Most of the bets and most of the money is on the Philadelphia Eagles. Been that way the whole way. Yeah. Earth right now, the vast majority of people are Eagles and over. And that kind of leads me into the conversation point all week. I've, I've sat here thinking about, okay, how do I work around the Eagles winning a Super Bowl? We talk about the line of scrimmage. Um, obviously both quarterbacks are impacted by injury in different ways. Jalen Hurts has not been the same quarterback since injuring the collarbone slash shoulder. His passing efficiency is woeful. The passing game is woeful. A.J. Brown is pissed off and ready to punch somebody. And for Mahomes, we all saw it. He was marvelous, but he is on a bum leg. I mean, that high ankle sprain was debilitating. But I look at the line of scrimmage, it's advantage Eagles. I look at the secondary, it's advantage Eagles. Uh, I look at the health of skill players. It's advantage Eagles. Uh, I'd say it's a push as far as offensive minds, Reed versus Sirianni. But Cookies, if if everyone's on the Eagles and it opened Chiefs minus one and it's Eagles minus one and a half, I guess my question is, why is the number not drifting higher? And you know how I feel. I really don't want to be on the public side in the Super Bowl. And I just kind of feel like Mahomes is like, a character from The Walking Dead. You just can't kill him. He's zombie supercomputer. I actually am leaning Chiefs in this game. Read off a of bye week. Cheeseburgers for all. This hurts. This hurts because I love betting Mahomes as a dog with juice. Seven, I one, and one in his career. Contrarian. Yeah, I love the contrarian side, and you're getting maybe the most talented quarterback in the history of the sport, right? I would love to bet them. I can't, like, as if someone who watches football, the Eagles are better in every, I mean, come on, all the areas that matter. They don't have a good pass rush. They have an all-time great pass rush. Multiple guys from multiple positions. You have an elite corner duo. They're better in the trenches. And and Kansas City, they play a lot of man. They play a lot of dimes, some lighter boxes. That The Eagles love that. They'll run the ball. They'll just take what they can get on the ground. Their coach is aggressive. They'll take the fourth downs. Reed, love him. They got a fat head of him in the, in the studio. But he's someone who will a little more conservative in some of these moments. And I like taking the coach that's going to play for the win, play on fourth down, give his team a chance. I feel like such a square, but I feel like the Eagles are favored for a reason right now, right? No, it's interesting. I actually have a stat for you that I didn't get a chance to put on the sheet, but I'll put it here. The expected uh, EPA and all that on fourth downs. The Eagles lead the league 22 of 32 on fourth downs, which is a gigantic sample size. And they will go forward on fourth down, which could give you extra possessions. I can't argue that. You know, one thing I was thinking about, Jim, is like all year, the teams we considered the best teams in football played in the AFC, right? Bengals, Bills, uh, maybe you were a Ravens guy at the beginning of the year. Um, Certainly Chiefs. Look at the NFC. Who did the Eagles actually play? And then we look at the playoffs. They played the Giants that were, you know, a a JV squad. And you face the Niners with a practice squad QB, and then he dies. And then a practice squad QB, and he dies, and they play the Wildcat. I almost wonder if we've lulled ourselves into a false sense of security that the Eagles are better than than we think they are. And it's like, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. They're supposed to be here. And they went through the tougher schedule and the tougher conference, and they did go head up against the Bengals with him limited and won. I, I don't know. Well, hold on. Both teams should be here. That's the, that's why I love this Super Bowl. Like These are the two yeah. best teams this season. These are the teams that should be playing in this game. The spread is one of the tightest we've seen in years. I'm excited for this game. 
I don't think we can discount the Eagles. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying, why is that number not kicked out to three? You know what I kind of like? Live betting this, knowing the Eagles are one of the fastest starting teams in football. More first drive points points than anybody. And and also more first half points than anybody. So there's a situation here where I don't know if the books are going to dangle it, but I'm going to look to pounce. Any chance we get KC over three, any chance... Long shot, we get them with more than seven. Absolutely. There's there's a great chance to bet this game live. I know people are going to draw their line in the sand. It's the Super Bowl. You're going to pick a side. But there's a chance mid-game where you can grab Kansas City with some juice. All right, this is the controversial opinion. I'll just lay it out there, and Jim's going to make fun of me, but I don't give a shit. I was actually thinking about not betting this game and just doing it live. Fuck you. Okay, great. Perfect. Nice support from your partner. Guy does a big gambling podcast. Super Bowl rolls around. Ah, I'm going to lead. I'll pass. No, I said I'll only do it live. I'll only do it live. I'm with you. I feel like I owe the people this, you know, we're going to deliver an opinion. I'm going to back it up. But, Jim, you've made the point. You've made it in an articulate manner. These are two really good football teams. They're the two teams that should be there. And this game does look coin flippy. Very hard. You know where I got myself in trouble in college football? Coin flips. Mm-hmm. Massive opinions. And I said, well, maybe I don't bet it before watching and bet it live. Because I'm with you. If you flash Chiefs getting four and a half, I'm in. I could totally see the Eagles taking the opening kick, grabbing a field goal, grabbing seven. And all of a sudden, no, the book's not going to throw you seven and a half. They might throw you six and a half. I think the book would throw you five and a half max. Right. You got to have a situation where it's 14 to three before you really have a shot at that. that I, I agree plus. totally. I do. Jim, so, look, I just think take- the other thing for me, and we'll get to this in the props. I understand the issues with the Chiefs wide receivers. I do. But when we look at this, Kelsey's had time to get healthy. Kelsey is the separator. He really, really is. They also have, look, Kadarius Tony's full go. More on that in the prop section. Um, we know Hardman won't play. Dude, he hasn't played since like week eight. The rest of the guys are going to give it a go. And you factor in, okay, Mahomes with two weeks off. Jim, he's got to be, you got to figure, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, four to five hours of treatment a day. I mean, they're locking this guy in a space bubble. Don't you believe Mahomes... They have an O-line that can hold up. It's not going to be the Super Bowl from two years ago where he got ravaged by the Bucs pass rush. It's still Mahomes as a dog. Like, don't I have to? Isn't it like religion? I'm not mad at anybody who bets Mahomes. And I'm going to be rooting for Reed and Mahomes, and I love the way they play. I love that that offense is as creative as any in football, and he takes chances and improvises. No, he... Dude, there's so much fun to watch. I'd love to be betting and rooting for that side. Yeah. I'm not mad at you if you do it. I'm I just gotta stick to my guns that like this is a team I respect thing, it. man. The, I the respect Eagles it. are the better team. I want to have the team that I think can win more ways because think about this. If the Eagles get a lead, they get to run the ball. Yep. Their defense is even better. I, uh, All right, here's I, the I don't thing. know. It leads me to the total conversation. I might be missing the mark in a big way here, but I think under's the play. Look at the red zone efficiency of both of these teams. We just talked about Jalen Hurts and how limited he's been and how bad they've been in the red zone. 
But if there's a pathway to the Eagles winning, what did you just say? It's running the ball, right? Mm -hmm. Control the clock. Keep the Chiefs off the field. field. Okay. That lends itself to under. And when we look at the Chiefs, look, I I crushed the under in the Bengal game. And the Chiefs are willing to play that style, which is, okay, if Philly already knows what you capped, and I think it's a great job by you. Hey, it's six-man box, five-man box. Hey, we can line up and run. And their quarterback's efficiency is way off, which means the completion rate could be down in the 50s. And you look at the Chiefs, well, how do you slow down a pass rush? We got to run this football. We've got to find a way to run the ball, and we got to do a lot of quick stuff, a lot of easy stuff. Jim, I think it all lends to the under. A couple of field goals in the red zone. I know you have a disagreement with a prop I've put up there. I Listen, I know as a fan I'd love to sit back, see 38-34 in a Super Bowl, badass, let's rock and roll. I kind of feel it's a lot more 24-20. It could be a little more grudge matchy and and teams feel each other out early and it kind of slogs and now you're sitting there with the under feeling great about yourself. Here's one other thing that kind of supports both the Eagles winning and the under, so you take it for what you want. Next-gen stats. Mahomes threw 16 touchdown passes over the middle third of the field, six more than any other quarterback, which makes sense. Like, it's Travis Kelsey. It's over the middle of the field. The receivers have been shaky. Juju's more of a slot guy. Everything's in the middle of the field. They're an elite middle of the field team as everybody plays too high. Right? Kelsey's presence. Well, here's the deal with the Eagles. They're the only defense to allow a negative EPA on passes over the middle third of the field. They do a great job smothering. They mm. take the top off and then they smother in the middle of the field. If you're going to make Mahomes throw dots on the outside all game, you're playing with fire. That's not an easy way to win given their personnel. So I think that could lower the total. And I think it also points to an Eagle win. And, and okay, so are we are we more aligned on the total? Like, do, I think do, are so. you you're feeling the under? You're going Eagles under. I'm going Chiefs under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and again, got, here's the other thing, guys. PSA: Don't be a knucklehead. Just because it's the Super Bowl, don't decide to take your whole year and bet it. Don't. If you had a great year betting the NFL with me, or you had a great year on the big game bets or you indulged in some of the Costa locks that crushed, don't take every red cent of profit and put it on this. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Be normal. You want to have a little extra juice? Fine. You don't need the whole juice box. Be careful. That's all. Sorry. PSA. You want to go to Super Bowl MVP odds? Yeah, okay. MVP odds. And I put these in tiers because there's clear drop-offs in the odds. You have tier one quarterbacks. Quarterbacks win this award the majority of the time. Yeah. Mahomes and Hertz are both plus 130. It would stand to reckon if you think one's going to win, you just take the quarterback. If you want to go to tier two, it's broken out as their top target. Travis Kelsey plus 1,600. A.J. Brown plus 1,800. Clearly, those guys are going to get the ball thrown to him a ton. Tier three, I put, hmm, maybe. Miles Sanders at plus 2,500. You got Devontae Smith plus 3,100. Hassan Reddick, your first defensive player, checks in at plus 3,400. And then there's long shots. Everybody else is 5,000 plus. Wow. Chris Jones at 5,000. By the way, did you see the note? He's under the weather. So are a couple of his teammates. Yep. A little concern there for me, too. Feels like we're capping games in 2020 again. Got to check the report. Who's out with COVID? Who's not feeling well? Um Look, man, the MVP stuff, I just think it's so slanted to quarterbacks, and I feel like it has to be something so unholy. It has to be something so insane for a positional player to win it. And again, if you're a defensive player, it's going to require a a pick six or fumble six or a strip sack. 
it's going to require incredible plays, several of them. I, Jim, I don't have a read on it. It's just not my purview. This is your baby. You can also bet any defensive player at plus 790. Defenses won this award the second most behind quarterback. So that's a different way to play it. Quarterbacks have won 31 of the 56. Defenses won 10 of the 56 more than any receiver or running back. If you go defense, I'm getting Chris Jones, but I'm also getting Hassan Reddick. I'm getting Darius Slay or James Bradbury a big day where they get a pick yeah. six. I'm getting any of those pass rushers for the Eagles. And honestly, even Casey, it's not just Chris Jones, right? It's Karloftis. It's uh, Frank Clark, who's had a great postseason. You're getting any of those defensive players at plus 790. You just talked about maybe it's under, maybe it's defensive, maybe it's a couple sacks. Ten of them in history. There you go. Great stat by you. Actually, you know what? I don't mind it. You pick the quarterback you think is going to win the game, and then you blanket yourself with the defensive players. Now you've covered 41 of the Super Bowls. If you think about it in this manner, that if I believe I've got the winning team and I know the winning quarterback has won 31 of these, well, then you bet the winning quarterback and then you bet all defense plus 790. And you just go, okay, maybe I've covered myself. Is that crazy? No, I like it. I like it. I mean, there's a scenario where you lose out on, on both, but. Hey, there's a scenario you lose getting out of bed in the morning. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? No, I know, but you've you've kind of blanketed a lot of the uh, the favorites. I mean, you're, the odds that a receiver or tight end is going to win is pretty low. So, yeah, yeah I, big I like time. it. All right, so you want to go to the Super Bowl prop, one I actually love? Yeah, so you love this one, and I like it too. Total sacks in the Super Bowl by both teams, over five and a half at plus 120. Uh, Jim talked about it. Eagles are on pace to break the Bears' 85 record, 70 sacks on the year, the Chiefs. 55, that's second most. Uh, By the way, if you want to know the last time there was a gap this big, of 15 sacks between number one and number two, that gap represents the same difference between one and two is the same difference between two and 24th. Okay? That's how good the Eagles have been. Um, Now, you can move it on the Eagles a little bit, but think about this. Jalen Hurts, I still do not believe, is going to be looking to run. And the Chiefs can get the interior pressure with Chris Jones. And Spags, in big games, Steve Spagnolo, he's going to blitz you. We know Mahomes ain't going to run. He will hold on to it. I think he will incur some sacks here. I love over five and a half plus 120. Yeah, it feels great because the Eagles give up more sacks than people realize. We talk about their great offensive line, but when you have a mobile QB and you extend plays, it also extends plays and leads to some sacks. 11th most sacks in football, the Eagles. So you like that. And then everybody knows Philly's going to get a couple of airs. That's just how this thing rolls. Right. Yeah, I like five and a half. Question is, do you like it enough? And is this legal to make it the BGB? The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. 
boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code CASH, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I almost feel like I have to deliver a big game bet to either get to 10-0 or 9-1 and finish the year. Like, if I don't give a BGB in the Super Bowl, am I doing the listeners right? I love it. This is a prop you like. You feel better about this than you do the total or a side, right? I do. So then give it. All right. This is the big game bet. Over five and a half sacks plus 120. I'll put the 9-0 and big game bets record on the line. Guys, worst case, I went 9-1 and in big game spots. Best case, an unprecedented perfection. 10-0 and to finish a football season. 
but I love this prop. And Jim nailed it. I think you're going to get Hurts and Mahomes trying to extend plays. You get tripped up behind the line, oopsie, that's a sack. Like, I feel like this is value. I feel like it's a good number. And I feel like it's a more controllable thing. So many unknowns for both these teams. What do we know they both do? 125 combined sacks. Chiefs, more pressures than anyone. And the Eagles got home more than anyone. Guys, over five and a half plus 120 before I change my mind. Go ahead, Jim. The next one you have to sell me on. Sure. Because you, you, you put this in here. This is over three and a half combined field goals. You get juice plus 138. Yeah. I just believe the, the red zone is going to be trickier than, than people realize. And again, Hertz has not been good throwing it. Mahomes, without the ability to run it, limits them in the red zone. If some of the perimeter weapons are limited, you're going to be able to take Kelsey away. I just thought it was interesting at plus 138, over three and a half combined field goals for these two teams. So my concern, and, and you're right about what's been going on lately. But for the season, Kansas City's the second best red zone touchdown scoring team and Philly's number three. These two teams right. for the season are elite, which is why you're getting juice. But it's also why I don't feel comfortable betting it. Like These teams do finish in the red zone. That Right, but I'm talking about recent with the QB injury. See, I, I Jim, I agree totally. This would be an insane play in, um, you know, earlier in the year. Here's November, the, yeah. Here's the other thing. Jim, you know what I know. I mean... Does somebody get a little bit tight in the Super Bowl, settle for three instead of going for it? How about end of half? Okay, there's another field goal. Hey, I, I just, it's it, there's a pathway here because I think both teams are moving the ball. Mm-hmm. And that means opportunities. And I, I just feel like, and again, I consult with you on these. The props are your baby. I thought plus 138 was really interesting. If you hate it, cool. The but I just had to offer it to say, people. Sirianni's going to go for it on a couple extra fourth downs that you might disagree with. And I know we had that analytics death match earlier in the year. Just, I'm telling you, be prepared for it where you go, Jim, why the fuck isn't he kicking this field goal? And I go, he's Nick Sirianni. That's why. Fuck you. He's going for it. And now you thought you had a field goal that he didn't even give you a chance to kick. Very fair. It's very fair. We talked about it. Nobody's going for it more. All right, go to the next one you like. I have, and this is a one of these special ones, both teams to make a 33-yard-plus field goal. I like the no on it. It's minus 120, and here's the rationale. Butker has made a 33-yard-plus field goal only 47% of the games this season. Elliott in 33% of the games this season. So they both got to do it in the same game, and I just got done telling you, the Eagles pass upon field goals at the highest rate in the NFL. So I like under both teams are not making a field goal north of 33 yards. My only issue here is you're paying for it. It's baked into the number at minus 124. Be the only thing I would say, mm, I don't love it. You're paying for it. The book, yeah. I mean, hey, book doesn't give discounts. Well, and exactly. And when they pay out, when it hits, I don't really care. I get you. Go to the next one you love. Okay. Total yardage of all touchdowns in the game. Call the number. Just call the fucking number. What am I even looking at here? 76 and a half yards. It's a minus 110. It's even money. Total yardage of all touchdowns in the game. So, you know, you get a two-yard touchdown, a 10-yard touchdown. You total them all up, and it's under 76 and a half yards. Nobody told me there'd be math. 
Oh my Eagles defense has faced deep passes only 7% of the time this season. Fourth lowest rate. They have not allowed a deep completion during the postseason. So Mahomes is going to do what they've done all year. Eight yards, nine yards, knife, you know, just each nickel and dime. And, and they'll finish in the red zone because the Chiefs have a great red zone offense. Same deal on the other side. Chiefs red zone defense is terrible. The Eagles will get in tight. They'll go for a couple short yardage, a two-yard score, a three-yard score. I think that's where they do most of their damage. I don't think we have multiple 30, 40-yard touchdowns in the game. I am not dignifying that one with a response. I am allowing you to shine like a diamond. That is, this is, people, you want to know what this fucking guy does during the football season? You want to know why I call him sneaky bets? It's all his bullshit. Well, let's call it what it is. When you're sick and you're sitting at home and you're just looking stuff up, yeah, at least to that bet. Ooh, That's what that is. I think we need to, I'm going to bet under amount of smiles in the stands. <laughs> I mean, what is this? All right, go ahead. Keep going down this rabbit hole. Okay, I can't I believe like this. this. One too, Mike, will there be an offensive touchdown scored on fourth down? Yes, is plus 270. Both teams top five in the NFL on converting fourth downs. So if they go for it, good chance they're going to convert it. And and all I need is a Jalen Hurts fourth and one QB push, and this is plus 270. Will that be dignified with a response? I just, I hate seeing someone I love go through pain like this. Like, this is such a cry for help. Okay, go, go to the next one. Okay, this is an extreme one that I'm not betting, but are you familiar with what an octopus is? You better start talking real quick. Okay, so this is several of the big books, including our book, are doing this. An octopus is when a player scores a touchdown, six points, and gets the two-point conversion, contributing all eight points. It's called an octopus. If one is scored in the game, it's plus 1,300. I'm not betting it, but for people who want a long shot, I think Hertz could, he could achieve that. Sanders, Kelsey, McKinnon, guys who are red zone, rush and receiving options. This is, okay, I want you to understand, because I know you're a cat guy. This is the moment this pod, dead cat bounced. Hey, guys, well, it's been a fucking octopus, plus 1,300. No, I'm not betting that. Okay, can I get, can I get back to just traditional player props? I pray, I- here, I'm going to give one. <laughs> I'm going to give one that's about football, not okay. teddy bears, octopus, or ram's horns. Here we go. All right. I... Like Kadarius Tony, over 28 and a half receiving yards. I love that too. Fully healthy. It's never been an issue of ability for Tony. It's that he's a moron. Uh, and he gets hurt all the time. But there is a buzz out of Chiefs land that this guy is a major part of install. That this guy is going to be a feature. Now remember something. Receiving yards can also be the little pop passes. The Chiefs are going to need to do what? Talked about it earlier. A lot of quick stuff. Supplemental ground game stuff. Tony on a few screens. Tony on one comeback route for 12. Tony on a pop pass. 28 and a half. I like over Kadarius Tony, 28 and a half receiving yards. Third most targets in the playoffs for the Chiefs, Kadarius Tony. And you're right. They're going to have to feature him or somebody, and that's just such a low number that you take the shot that he's the and guy, And he's electric. Right? He is electric. I wasn't happy when the Giants dealt him. I was happy that the asshole was out of the room, but I wasn't happy we lost his ability. The first guy never tackles him. 
He's a joystick. So I, I like over 28 and a half. Now, here's Jim to tell you, ooh, this is a double wizard bet. Kenneth Gainwell over 19 and a half rushing yards. I can get you on this one, right? It doesn't look crazy to me. And, and if we believe they're going to pound the rock, I, I, I don't hate it. He's their leading rusher in the playoffs. He's even with Sanders and carries and workload. Some of that is that they've been up comfortably. Yeah. But again, the number's 19 and a half. It's not 60 and a half. Double-digit carries in both playoff games speaks to the workload. Chiefs give up 4.5 yards a carry. It's 19th-rated run defense. Gainwell with only 19 and a half feels like a decent throw. Uh, throw that out there, right? I think it looks too easy. But that's also me maybe getting in my own head. Everything you just said, you go, how doesn't this hit? Which means that's the exact time not to bet it. Okay, how about A.J. Brown? This is maybe my favorite. The combo meal. I love anytime touchdown A.J. Brown the most. You also could go yards over. I'm a fan of both. A.J. Brown is averaging 4.5 yards per route against press coverage. It's the most in the next-gen stats era. He thrives against press. He's a physical receiver. He doesn't care. You got done talking about Spagnola earlier. They blitz, and when you blitz, you also run a lot of press. They run the most press of anybody in football. Uh, 43.9% of wide routes faced this season, second most in the NFL. They're going to press a lot. So Brown has the edge. I love him in the red zone because he has a 35% target share inside the 20. That's more than Travis Kelsey. That's more than Justin Jefferson, Diggs, Chase, Devontae Adams. When they get to the red zone and they throw it, he's the guy at the largest clip of any of the big-name receivers. Chiefs red zone defense. 30th in the sport. They've given up the most passing touchdowns in the NFL this season, 33 of them. A.J. Brown, anytime touchdown, plus 120. And if you want to get real ballsy, if you think he scores the first touchdown, you can get a plus 850. I don't want nothing to do with anything Philly passing until or unless I see Jalen Hurts, collarbone and shoulder isn't completely fucked. Everything Jim just said is spot bang on, except one problem. The quarterback looks like shit throwing the ball right now. Sorry. I want you well, to bet them all. I hope you hit them all. I hope you buy your own cruise ship. But I ain't touching any of that shit. Well, this one will help you then. Hurts under pass attempts, 31 and a half. I'm in. Season average is 29. He's gone under 32 in 11 of the 17 games he played. And with a lead, again, they're the favorites. That's right. You think he's throwing less time. I, I, I get it. I The problem is if it's a close game and game flow is balanced, he could cross it. Boy, that's a 31 and a half. That is a tough number, man. That is so uh are you be- hold on, are you betting all these? Is this uh, is this is this happening? Yes. I think I so I already put in ten before we hit recording. Oh my god. It's the Super Bowl. We oh don't have god. football for another what six months? I don't need it. I'm twenty one and two in college basketball. Leave me alone. All right, let's go. Uh, anytime touchdown scorer, Jalen Hurts, plus 100. Do you like it? Third most attempts inside the 10, third most touchdowns in the league inside the 10. I don't hate it. I don't know how much I like it, but I don't hate it. And again, he doesn't have to run per se. Quarterback sneak, full house backfield from the one. He's getting in. So I get it. I just don't love plus 100. That feels super short. Yeah, well, it's because he gets a ton of carries inside the one, inside the five. Mahomes over in the game. Do you like that? It said at plus 294 and a half. He averaged over 300 per game in the regular season. And whether you're picking the Chiefs or you're betting against the Chiefs, he's never out of it, could be trailing. And if yeah. they win, he's going to go off. So I like that. I don't mind that one. 
And I think you're right. Both game scenarios, they're going to have to do it through the air. They're going to have to because I don't know how much they're going to run. I mean, you're going to try, no doubt, but you're running right into the teeth of it. If Jordan Davis is out there patrolling the middle, just sealing everything up. Yeah, I I don't have – Jim, these all make sense. I'm leaving it to the people. I'm your guy when you want picks on games. These are – this is – people, are you like Jim? I mean, who can top this? Jim, you're going to end up with what, 13, 14 props? Yeah, probably. People, if you're out there, do me a solid. Whether it's on socials, whether it's in the Apple reviews, can you post how many props you bet? Like, blur out the amount of money. Nobody cares whether it's too little, too much, or in between. I don't give a fuck. I just want to know if people are sicker than my podcast partner, Jim Costa. Thank you. Well, that I bet Kadarius Tony, but I think I'm going to add that one. All you right, have to I bet do, it. That one you got to bet. Okay, I'm going to mix it into the Jimmy Cookies, Fresh Baked Fun, Uncut Gems, Mega Parlay to the Moon. Are this is how I win. Yes. Yes. Okay, here's what I've concocted. Where's the coin flip? Uh, you can't add the coin flip. I tried last night. You can't add the coin flip to like a multi-leg. Can we add game. Rihanna? No, I don't think you can bet on that on the on like major books. God damn it. All right, go ahead. So here you go. It's nine legs. It's plus 87,000. <laughs> this is what you ask for. Oh, my God. It looks so much worse written down on paper than when you just flippantly go do this. All right, go ahead. So for context, you bet what you want. Obviously, $100 wins you $87,000. If you bet 20, you win 17 grand. This is a long shot. We don't, we don't push this stuff but for a super bowl for one day this is the adam sandler uncut gems everything hits and you win it this is jim costa sending his cat into the casino with a duffel bag of money with a note that says i'm betting this we're going to start with eagles money line okay innocent enough Mm -hmm. we're going to go hurts anytime touchdown feel like those things go together right Mm mm-hmm then we're going A.J. Brown. I, I told you I love him in this game. I think he's got a great matchup, mismatch, red zone, middle of the field. I've got him scoring the first touchdown. This, this is, is how, how I, I win. win. Yes. Yes. It's a Kevin Garnett winning the opening tip. It's A.J. Brown scoring not any touchdown, but the first touchdown of the game. That's how we're starting to make this a bit of a long shot. I like Gainwell over in rushing because, again, an Eagles victory Mm -hmm. with the lead. He gets the carries over 19 and a half rushing yards. I've got Devontae Smith under 63 and a half. I'm not going to bore people. It's a whole screen game thing against man coverage. I don't think he's going to get the same level of production they're used to. Mahomes alternate passing over 275. Why'd you lower it? Because you don't get much of a difference at okay. 294, 275. Okay, Prop King. For more okay. Than an hour last night. Prop King over here. All right. I've got Kadarius Tony over 25 receiving yards in the game. So he becomes part of this, Mike. The eighth leg is the over, but I've lowered it a little bit to give us some breathing room. Over 47 and a half. And the last leg. No. To really get some juice in here oh, Christ. is Eagles' defensive touchdown, the T.J. Lang special, as we go for nine legs, 87,000. I could see everything except that defensive touchdown. That is such a, a – that's a lottery well, ticket. If you, if you take the defensive touchdown out, you're going to cut this thing like in half. No joke. Like, it, oh, it does make a big difference. Poor baby, plus 44,000. Okay. That is – 
The Jimmy Cookies Fresh Baked Fun Uncut Gems Mega Parlay to the Moon Super Bowl Special. Otherwise known as This Is How I Win. All right, here's our board. And mine is going to be far less copious than this sick bastard. Chiefs plus the one and a half. And I'll try to poke around and grab them live four and a half or better. Over five and a half sacks in the game. And Kadarius Toney plus 28.5. The BGB is going to be the sack prop. I really just think both these teams are going to generate a ton of heat on the opposition. Uh, I'm going to make it the BGB out of loyalty to the pod. And honestly, I don't have this ego where like, oh, I can't lose my die to no record. If I go nine and one, I'll make a fucking t-shirt. You go nine and one in your biggest bets. Now, Jimmy, you're bored. I don't even feel like I should go through it all. Um, then don't. Eagles mi- okay, Eagles minus one and a half. Chiefs live if you can get them north of four. So sign- kind of the same thought as you. I like your sacks prop. I like Kadarius Tony. If there's, uh, if there's one of mine that I would recommend, it's the A.J. Brown anytime touchdown. Okay. And then, Jim, you'll be posting your complete card on socials. Yeah, sure. Why not? All 17 props. Unbelievable. All right. That's the Super Bowl. Let's hit this mailbag, shall we? All right. Let me dig these up. Made some notes. This is uh, the, the email is cashtheticketpodcast at gmail.com. Cash ticket podcast, gmail.com. And again, we will be producing some college basketball stuff for you. If you're new to the pod, um, when I say what I'm about to say, you're going to think I'm full of shit, but I, I, I'm not. They're documented. I'm 21 and two in college basketball. So well, I know we'll why people are going to clamor for some of it. It won't continue. I won't be able to keep this up, but we'll try to get you some stuff here as lines percolate on a Friday. Go ahead, Jimmy. First one, this is from Christian. He says, Mike, been a fan since the days of the Inferno. Oh, baby. Old Cookies, thank God that station out west made the biggest mistake possible. As a non-sports better, but someone who loves to talk shop, I feel knowledgeable about what's going on. You guys feel like a must-listen every week, enjoying the additions from Kenny and Evan, too. I was late to the midweek mic check pod and was listening the next morning. I couldn't help but laugh as I checked the scores at a red light. Stay off your phone while you're driving, people. He said, Mercer and Boston U, is it a system yet? Are they going to limit you guys? Are they going to stop letting you make bets? Keep up the great work. It's the unsystem. Um, and again, you got to have your notifications on. They'll drop right to your phone. And also, by the way, shout out Kenny Kotzer, Pucks a lot. Who was the guy who gave the feedback bitching that Kenny had a bad week and why are we putting him on the pot? <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Blow it out your ass. Kenny moved to 4-0 and after the All-Star break. 3-0 and on the pod this week. Perfection. Two of the games were rocking chairs. All even money or better teams. This one is from Ryan. The subject is system, not a system. We're getting a lot of those. He says, I started doing the system that's not a system a little bit before I heard Mike talk about it on his show with some slight tweaks. In the last seven days, I'm 16-1 and one using his system. Oh, God. In, in quotes, in quotes, system. Because, of course, it's not it's a not system. It just he performs said, like overall, it. he's 25 and two. He's hit 10 in a row. Can you help me make sense of it? I feel like I've stumbled onto something. You'll probably say it's not sustainable, but Mike's record of 19 and one and my 25 and two speak for themselves. Well, I think a books will adjust, but you got to remember, you're not necessarily betting a game. You got to remember the lines are not these predictive things. They, they want to balance money. And I just view it like, when you see something and it looks absolutely ridiculous, you have to ask yourself, is the book stupid? So an example, you know, we talked about 
Mercer. Or, or last Friday where this, you know, it, it became a little bit famous and we kicked off the 5-0 and weekend. You have an under 500 Manhattan team facing the second best team in the MAC in Siena. What's five and a half? Why? You want a better example? Okay, I'll give it to you. Why is Ole Miss only catching a point under 500 on the road to Georgia? Want a better example? Fine. Under 500 Boston University favored outright against the third best team in the Patriot League, American University. Guys, if you see shit that looks that crazy, and remember, we have a rule, home teams only. Home teams only. I, I, I think it's something that you can have success at, but I will never tell you that this is going to continue. It's, it's just not. Well, There's no say, way. What I would say is, first of all, yeah, don't, don't treat every pick as gospel. Don't start doubling and tripling your units. Don't get yourself in trouble. But in terms of how oh, the book's going to adjust, how the fuck are they going to adjust? We're not picking games. We're, we're picking situations. I know. So, I mean, sure, the book can stop making Boston U a fake. Like, we don't care. We'll just find the next one that looks great. Well, like last night, I split the pair, and I bet North Dakota, who was favored by two and a half. They're eight and 15, and they're favored at home against, like, 15 and 10, Denver. They beat them by 30. Right. So, Mike, how's the book going to adjust? I don't, I, I don't have yeah, that answer. I just know that they do. They're going to stop throwing out weird lines? That's No, I just think happen. at the end of the day, there's a reason they, they're, they're so profitable and they stay in business. And there's a reason that these alleged pros would kill their own mother to hit 60%. I feel like I'm outrunning a speeding train. I'm not going to be able to keep it up, but I'm going to try. It's all I can do is try for you guys. I think what's more likely to happen is we get closer to March and these good teams buck up a little bit. Like yeah. I think we might just be catching teams in yeah. the, the, the dog days of the season right uh, oh before yeah. things ramp up. Oh, yeah. Right. This one is a short one. It's from John. He says, love the pod. Can you explain what's meant or why Mike always says five and a half is the devil's number? It's simple. I feel like when there's an underdog in football or basketball getting five and a half, they win more often than any other number. It is a rat fuck line. It is just a number that haunts me. Uh, it is a number in football that means nothing. And you see a spread stick there. You know what to do. You know what to do. And in basketball, I mean, we can go back through our system that's not a system but plays like a system. Mercer getting five and a half, outright winner. Uh, we had Boston College getting five and a half a few weeks back, outright winner. We had Manhattan getting five and a half, outright winner. Five and a half is Satan's coffee cake. I'm telling you. I might be gambler psychology, but I'm telling you. Bears out enough to, you know, make it a thing. Oh, a shiver goes up your goddamn spine if you're looking to bet in the favor. Here is Jacob. He says, love the show. That's the subject line. Again, these are cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Because I feel like the mailbag, everyone starts off by saying they've been listening to Mike for a long time. So let me be the first person to say, I remember listening to you, Jim, on the other side yes. of the state when I was in high school. Yes. Raised by Costa. He says, hearing the words Costa lock gave me more nostalgia than I thought it would. Yes. He says, he says, my question is, early leans on the NBA finals. I haven't looked at the odds, but I like the Celtics right now. So we did a podcast middle of the week with some futures and things got thrown for a loop with the trade deadline. Yep. Kevin Durant. Did you see Phoenix went from like plus 2000 to now the favorite in the West and like plus 450 to win the yeah, NBA I saw title? It. I, I, I still, I don't love it. 
It's still Chris Paul, who's old as dirt and probably going to get hurt. Uh, losing Mikhail Bridges matters a lot. Um, it's still, I don't know, man. I, I, I still, I don't, I don't love it. Very rarely do you make a deal like this and the guy parachutes in and you win. I, to win the West, I get it. Are they really going to go out and beat these teams in the East? I don't know. I still think the top of the East with Milwaukee and Boston, that's brutal. That's a brutal assignment, Jim. I, where are you at with it? I mean, do you Milwaukee, feel like the Suns are doing this? I said it then. I like Milwaukee. I mean, I love the trade for Phoenix. I mean, I, how about a baller move? The owner shows up in the first full day. Yeah. He's there. He says, fuck it. Four first. Let's go win. I love that. Yeah. Love that. I just and don't want to see Kevin Durant be happy. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Straight up. So you with Durant is like your producer, David, with Chris Paul. That team is like the anti-war yeah. show. Team. Although no, Rico I just, loves them. Rico loves them. You know, what kills me is I had no issue with him going to Golden State. I supported it. Thought it was smart. I got it. Everything he's done since is just such soft behavior. It's it's so unlikable. It's so weak. And it's just, you know what, dude? All you do is cry. And you're this aggrieved victim. And oh, oh, oh. run to your fucking burner accounts like a kid. It's ridiculous. You demanded a trade last summer. Cried all fall. Oh, why? Because the guy you hitched your wagon to turned out to be the dickhead we all knew he was. And then you cried again. And we got to hear our ownership's kissing your ass. And now you get what you want. You get traded exactly the team you want. Fuck you. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. It's just, you know what? I love the NBA, but it's insufferable. These, these players are insufferable. How about you do your fucking job? You make $50 million a year. Fucking play. Win. Everybody cries like an asshole the minute they don't get an ice cream sundae delivered to their fucking locker. Jim, I just, I can't stand it. And then he comes out and he's so goddamn smug. Oh, oh you pores out there. No, we're just normal people. And we want to like you. We love your ability. We just want to watch sports. And we can't because you are a Kardashian with a bald spot. Just play. You chose to go to Brooklyn. Lie in it. You hitched your wagon to Kyrie, who's an all-time first-team NBA asshole. Lie in it. Fuck. Worst mistake anybody could make is hitching their wagon to Kyrie Irving, which is why I don't understand what Dallas did. They, they felt like they had to do something for Luke. They were well, desperate. They were desperate. I just, desperate. he's the greatest scorer of seven feet tall or better in my, in, in NBA history. He's a fabulous basketball player. I just, I can't with this guy anymore. So no, I hope the Suns get bounced. I hate it all. Leave me alone. You want one more or you want to end on that? Oh, just give us one more. I don't want to end on a bad note. It just pisses me off. All right, this is a longer one. Let me make sure I get the full deal. It's from Chris, and it's a, it's a fun email. He says, good day, gentlemen. It's a plea to Mike and Cookies to lose a damn game. This run is nothing short of incredible, and I want to be part of it, but here's the problem. I love college hoops. I don't bet much till March Madness. But this near 100% clip has me salivating. I just fear being a mush. So with respect to the betting gods and the loyal betters nationwide, I pledge to do my part and hold strong like a Spartan at the Battle of Thermopylae. Oh. You're welcome. Keep it up, gentlemen. I look forward to each episode. Separate topic, 
This guy's actually a Michigan State grad. He and his um, former roommate, teammate, played there in the, the early 2000s. He said they've been going to Vegas every year since 06. Yep. He, he wants to know Mike's traditions with basketball and uh, what it's like when you go out there for Vegas. I mean, well, hey, I'm working Thursday and Friday. So, like, you know, obviously I've got, like, adult things I have to do and client stuff and the shows. No, you're not going to go out and get all shit-canned uh, on, on Wednesday night arrival or Thursday night. Now, Friday, the minute the headset goes down, well, then a lot of my duties are done. But the tradition, and I, you'll laugh, all I want to do is watch basketball. I just, I, that's all I want to do. I want to have four TVs in front of me. I want to have people around me that like know me as just me and not like radio mic. I can just relax. And, and then at about nine o'clock at night, I want to go to a really nice dinner and I want to have the cell phone balanced against a bottle of wine or a menu. And we're going to be streaming the second halves of the late games while we're having a great dinner and ball breaking, or as the British call it, bantering. That's it. That's all I want. I'm simple. It's all I want. And, and ideally have a massive group parlay. That's a tradition. Everybody puts in money and we do a big group parlay. The type of parlay that's going to pay something that you're going to need to be at the IRS window for. It's irresponsible. Yep. What have I already told you? Lions out of the cage in Vegas. We go at it. And I've had some very good March Madnesses and some very bad ones. The point is, that's the traditions. That's what I want. This is how I win. That's it. That I, I, Jim, I feel terrible. What are your traditions? I, I didn't mean to take up all the air no, in the no, room. This is, this is a question about you when you're in Vegas. This was for you. All right. Well, I hope I delivered. Um, okay. That's the deal. Rate, review, subscribe, notifications on. Guys, when lines come out, we're going to try to deliver some college hoops for you this weekend. Uh, Evan will update the Waste Management Open where all three of his picks are in contention we need this guy, Thea Gala, to learn how to fucking putt. But outside of that, uh, we'll be back at it with more content. That's Cash the Ticket.